Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Soche. Episode 18 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by The Social Pack. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in digital and social customer care. Also brought to you by Morningbrook Digital Consultancy. If you need help measuring SMS and social media handle time, Morningbrook Digital can help. Email me at frankie at sociallysupportive.com for more information. Hello, Social Pack. Welcome to Manic Monday. Are you ready for Monday? I hope you had a great weekend. Last Friday on episode 17, we talked about team structure to give you something to think about over the weekend, what your team structure looks like and why and where you might have opportunities to change that or grow your team in any kind of way. So hopefully, That was helpful to you and gave you something to think about while you were throwing the football around or barbecuing or whatever it was you were doing over the weekend. I hope it was fun. So today we're going to talk about measuring SMS and social media handle time. But before we get into it, I want to remind you that if you've not yet registered for the Insight Group's Customer Service Summit that's happening at the Marriott Brooklyn Bridge, November 16th through the 17th, head on over to sociallysupportive.com slash insight, I-N-C-I-T-E, and get those registrations done today. You want to make sure that you're able to secure a hotel room at the event location if you can, and those rooms go fast because the event fills up pretty fast. I believe it is the best event that you can attend to meet experts in social media and digital customer care, hands down. Because Socially Supportive is the official podcast partner of the event, I have a coupon code for you. You get $300 off of the event if you use the coupon code S-U-P-P-O-R-T-I-V-E. That's supportive. When you go to sociallysupportive.com slash insight and go through the process of registering. So great reasons to go. Number one, great speakers. Number two, great attendees. Number three, there's a $300 off coupon code for you. Number four, I will be there and have a booth so we can meet in person and talk about what you have going on at your company. And number five, it's New York in the fall. How cool is that? So make sure that you go and get registered today. Today's inspiration comes to us from Robert Ingersoll, who says, we rise by lifting others. And our book of the day is Monitoring, Measuring, and Managing Customer Service by Gary S. Goodman, PhD. Okay, so why are we talking about measuring SMS and social media handle time? Well, as we talked about on episode three and episode eight, the two part series of Frankie's top nine KPIs plus a bonus, measuring your overall handle time is important so that you can understand your cost per transaction and your overall return on investment on your social media customer care program. The reason that I call out how to measure 
measure handle time is because the traditional way of measuring handle time for a telephone call in your regular call center operations department doesn't exactly work right for social media interactions or some digital interactions. And so I want to dive deeper today into how we measure the three different types of handle time and what you need to do about that. So first, let's get into the different types of handle time that there are. Type number one is linear handle time. This is used for measuring handle time on telephone calls. What do I mean by linear? What I mean is that that represents one telephone call happening at a time. So to illustrate this, picture in your mind, don't close your eyes if you're driving or doing something where you're moving around, but picture in your mind a straight line between point A and point B. There's just one line and it's running from point A to point B where point A and B represent moments in time. This is a telephone call. Normally, your handle time from an agent utilization perspective, meaning when do you have to have an agent occupying that task, starts from the moment that the agent is connected with the customer through your IVR system or however you have your connections happening. And the agent says, thank you for calling National Chewing Gum Company. This is Frankie. How can I help you? All the way until you get to point B in time, which would be, thanks so much for calling us, have a great day. And then if the agent has any after call work, which we, you know, might call agent wrap time or after call work in ACW acronym. These elements all together make up one linear customer interaction. And then when we're measuring our cost per transaction, we would then take whatever this length of time is on average and multiply that by the number of interactions we have to handle in a day. And then we would understand the volume that we tend to get on any particular day. And if you wanna understand the cost side of it, then of course you go in and find out how many agents it takes to handle that number of inquiries, how much do those agents make per hour, day, week, however you're calculating that for whatever time frame. And then you add in whether you have any overhead costs, tool costs, these kinds of things. But that's for another episode. Anyway, this is your linear traditional way of measuring handle time in a call center operations organization one straight line. Now let's talk about the second kind of handle time. This second kind of handle time is called concurrent handle time. We see this used for chat operations. When you have a click to chat button that is on your website that says chat now, agents are standing by and somebody clicks the chat button and a chat agent pops up. Normally, one of the reasons that chat is attractive is because one, people like to interact online rather than having to call in. And number two, it's cost effective because you normally are able to have your agents take more than one chat at the same time, concurrently, if you will. So you can have an 
an agent taking two or three or more, please don't take more than three unless you have a really good reason at the same time because the customer experience can suffer. But you can take two or more chats at the same time. And because the agent is sometimes waiting for the customer to come back and answer with information, you're able to utilize some of that time that on one linear telephone call would be what we call dead air time where nothing's happening. The customer is trying to do something. The agent is basically sitting there waiting for the customer to be done with what they need to do. It's more efficient and thereby usually more cost effective. And how you can think of this is your one straight line from A to B. And then right underneath of that, you have another straight line from A to B. And it's taking up some portion of that distance between A and B, but not the whole length. And then on a third transaction, you have another transaction that's happening between A and B, and it's taking up maybe the latter half. And there's an illustration of this on the show notes so that you can sort of see what I'm talking about. But essentially, you've got three things happening at one time, not necessarily all at the same time, but in that span of point A to point B. Now, you might be asking, okay, how do I measure this? Because that seems like it could get complicated. Well, it can. And so with your workforce management team, if you're lucky enough to have a team of workforce management people that are helping you calculate all of this stuff, what they're going to do is take the total chat time plus the total wrap time, that after call work or that, you know, the time that the agent is unavailable because they're still working on another item. They're going to add all that together and then divide all that by the total engaged time. And by totaling engaged time, I mean, if I'm a Frankie, and I'm an agent, and I'm available and ready to take a chat at my desk for eight hours, let's say, and if an agent has an eight hour shift, obviously, you're going to take time out of there for breaks and for meetings and all those kinds of things. It's not a straight comparison. But for simplicity's sake, if I'm working for eight hours out of a 10 hour shift, maybe with my breaks, and maybe I had a meeting or who knows, then we would say that my total chat time, whatever that was, plus my total wrap time is going to be divided by my total engaged time of eight hours. That's how you would measure that. So what's different about measuring SMS and social media handle time? Well, remember that one telephone call is represented as one straight line between point A in time and point B in time. And for a concurrent transaction, you're measuring point A in time and point B in time for three concurrent transactions that may or may not be spanning the entirety of point A and point B in time. Type three is asynchronous. The Linux Information Project defines asynchronous communication as the exchange of messages such as among the hosts on a network or devices in a computer by reading and responding as schedules permit rather than according to some clock that is synchronized for both the sender and receiver or in real time. It usually is used to describe communications in which data can be transmitted intermittently rather than in a steady stream. Wow, right? 
So what does this look like? It looks like what I would describe as Morse code on lots of different lines. So what happens is on point A and point B, there are no long straight lines because you don't start being engaged and remain engaged all the way through the conversation. Also, unless you specifically have your fancy social customer engagement tool set up to send the same agent, the same customer over and over again, as long as that agent is logged into the system, it might not even be Frankie only who is responding to that same customer. For example, if I'm Frankie and I'm in my social customer engagement tool, I pick up a tweet and maybe it's sent to me automatically through my fancy tool and customer Susie says, eek, I need help. I respond back as Frankie and I say, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. What can I help you with? And I send that post away. My interaction is closed. If my tool is nice and fancy, then it will see that customer Susie is responding back again with the answer to my question. And if my tool is really fancy, it will bring her response back to me that says, I'm trying to submit my payment to your company, but it's not working correctly. So I would get that back. But I'm not waiting on hold for Susie to send me that information. And Susie's not connected to me. That's happening when Susie gets time. Maybe Susie said, eek, I need help when she was getting into the elevator and going to a meeting. And she doesn't message me back until after her meeting is over. This is why it's asynchronous, because we're not connected the entirety of the conversation. That even with my fancy tool, maybe it's time for me to go take a coffee break. And when I'm on coffee break, the fancy tool is not going to send me back customer Susie's inquiry. It's going to send customer Susie's inquiry to the next available agent agent who is skilled to take an inquiry about making payments because your social customer engagement tool is hopefully smart enough to understand that she said payment in her tweet, we'll say it's a tweet, and sent it to someone who's skilled to be able to take tweets. If your tool is not fancy and it doesn't know any of these things, it's never going to try to send it directly back to me. It's just going to send it to the next available agent. So Susie is having one connected experience, but she might be having it at different times with different agents. And then in between time, roll back to before I take my coffee break, I'm not waiting for Susie to get back to me and tell me what her issue is. I have replied to her post that said, eek, I need help. And I've said, what can I help you with? And then I've closed that out and moved on to the next customer who said, hey, I need some help. I can't remember my password. Now I'm responding to that person's tweet. This is the complicated world that we call asynchronous messaging. It's very convenient for customers. It's complicated to measure handle time, but it's very important to measure handle time on these asynchronous interactions because we still need to know how many agents do we need to have on staff in order to be able to successfully respond to issues that our customers have and how much does it cost us to fully resolve issues? Now, some tools will only tell you the handle time for each individual post. 
So remember that Susie tweeted into me and said, Eek, I need help. And I replied back and said, how can we help you? That would be handle time for that one particular back and forth interaction on that one tweet. That is fine, but it doesn't help us understand a ticket handle time, which again, I talk about in top nine KPIs, which is episode three and episode eight, we need to understand how long it takes for us to fully resolve Susie's issue in order to be able to understand how that cost compares to linear handle time, where from point A to point B, we have one agent handling Susie's issue from the time that she calls in until the time that her issue is resolved. So you're probably thinking, wow, that sounds hugely complicated. The best way to understand this is to take this to your workforce management team and explain to them the differences in measuring this. And then if your fancy social customer engagement tool is measuring overall ticket handle time and tracking and looping all of Susie's inquiries for that particular issue together, then you can get still an overall picture of what your handle time is to resolve Susie's issue. It's just that Susie's issue may be resolved by different agents at different times. But knowing this will help you and your workforce management team understand how to best handle measuring your average handle time in the async world of social media and SMS customer support. So what should you do next? Like I said, share this with your workforce management team. Make sure number one, like I said, share this with your workforce management team. Number two, make sure your social customer engagement platform is capturing your handle time in the way that you think it is. And number three, use this to inform your staffing determinations, your staff scheduling, and the financial discussions around return on investment for your channels. All right, I hope that was helpful information to you. I'm sure that we'll go deeper on this in the future in future episodes. But until then, let me ask you a question. Do you have a job opening? Or are you looking for a job opening? If so, I will try to play matchmaker between the right person and the right position if you email me your information at frankie at socially supportive.com. And do you know of someone who's doing a really fantastic job delivering customer support over social media? If you do, email me that information at frankie at socially supportive.com and I'll ring them up and see if we can get them on the show to tell us how they're doing it. That's all for today. Tune in tomorrow for Tech Tuesday, where we'll have some interesting information about what's happening in the world of technology for delivering digital and social customer care. Thanks again. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.